The Buccaneers are as banged up as they've been all season ahead of another must-win game in Green Bay. That and more on today's episode of Locked on Bucks. Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up and welcome into this live Friday episode of Locked On Bucks, your daily podcast covering the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We want to thank you for making Locked On Bucks your first listener view every single day. Don't forget you can subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, you can follow along on Twitter. I am James Yarko at JayYarko underscore Bucks. He is David Harrison at DHarrison82. We are your hosts of Locked On Bucks. I am the deputy editor of SB Nation's BucksNation.com. David is a staff writer over at Sports, Sports Illustrated's BucksGameDay.com, part of Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation site covering the Buccaneers. And we are here with you every Monday through Friday, along with our everydayers and our every livers. And as always, we want to share our appreciation for your continued support of the show. One of the ways you can do that is you can become a Lockdown Bucks insider. You're going to get the news, the inside scoop, and exclusive content delivered directly to your phone, plus one-on-one conversations with me via text message, and who doesn't want that in their life? So join the Locked On Bucks Insiders and be in the know all the time. Join at subtext.com slash LockedOnBucks to sign up. This episode is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to Faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash locked on NFL. That's LinkedIn.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. And on this episode, we're making our game predictions ahead of the Buccaneers visiting the Green Bay Packers. We're going to give you our keys to the game. But first, I feel like I've said this before two Buccaneers are going to miss this weekend's game, and there may be more coming. James, looking at the injury report for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Cornerback Carlton Davis is out, which must mean that cornerback Jamel Dean is probably going to play because you only get one of them. You can't get both of them. You're only getting one of them. And I know that a lot of our listeners and viewers would probably prefer to have Carlton over Jamel these days, but that's not how this works. Carlton Davis is out with a groin injury. Will Golston also out with a knee and ankle injury. Uh, so big, big ups to, to those guys, you know, hopes for them to pray or to pray to heal very quickly. Prayers out to them to heal very quickly. Doubtful. Vita Vea, the nose tackle, defensive tackle with a toe injury. Ryan Neal, the safety with a back injury. Questionable Jamel Dean with an ankle and foot injury. Chris Godwin with a knee injury. Zach Trainer with an elbow injury. And Devin White with a foot injury. Coach Todd Bowles did say that Vita Vea, Ryan Neal, Jamel Dean, Chris Godwin, Zach Trainer, Devin White, James Jarko, all game time decisions on Sunday. Also worth noting, Keyshawn Vaughn will not play because he is no longer a member of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, Keyshawn Vaughn snuck his way out of employment Friday afternoon, leaving the Buccaneers with just three running backs, Rashad White, Chase Edmonds, and Sean Tucker. I do not mean that disrespectfully. I just like to have fun with people's nicknames. Uh, We wish Keyshawn Vaughn all the best moving forward. He and fellow Vanderbilt Commodores legend Jay Cutler. Um, I don't know why I brought up Jay Cutler. I just wanted to make that connection. But uh, good luck, Keyshawn. The Buccaneers are moving on without him. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, Keyshawn Vaughn, also former University of Illinois fighting Illini. He had transferred 
to Vanderbilt. Uh, but uh, Demon Hunter, I see you in the chat. I reached out to Evan. We will talk about his prediction coming up in that prediction portion of the show. Um, but yeah, uh, losing Vita Vea in this one is brutal. I'm, I'm going to get more in depth on that coming up in a little bit, but it is absolutely brutal to not have Vita Vea in this game. And like you said, you, you can't have Carlton Davis and Jamel Dean. You have to have one or the other, but, but let's, let's do the, the silver lining, the glass half full approach. That means Zion McCollum is starting again. And you and I have both been calling for that, um, you know, for a little while now, granted, we wanted to see him start over Jamel Dean, but still means that Zion McCollum is going to be on the field a lot against the Green Bay Packers. So uh, it, looking at this, I would say Vita Vea is not going to play. Ryan Neal is not going to play. And I would say the, the other player most likely not to play is going to be Zach Triner. I mean, they signed a long snapper to the practice squad to kind of protect themselves. Um, I do think Devin White is going to be back. I do think Chris Godwin is going to fight through and and play because that's the kind of player and person that he is and then like you said jamel dean he was he was a full participant in practice throughout the week uh i think he's a go for this one yeah i have the uh, exact same expectations for the green bay packers they are not expecting wide receiver christian watson who's dealing with a hamstring injury to play he is listed as doubtful so he's not out but he's listed as doubtful which is uh pretty close to being out cornerback jair alexander uh, one of the best in the business to do it when he's healthy. He is questionable to shoulder injury. Running back A.J. Dillon, running back Aaron Jones, who is a massive, massive. He is not, but my second round pick of him is a waste of a pick. Uh, but fortunately, still number one in my league. It's okay. Uh, safety Darnell Savage is questionable. Cornerback Eric Stokes is questionable with a hamstring injury, although he is in his 21-day window to return from injured reserve. Linebacker Quay Walker, wide, wide receiver Dontavion Wicks, also questionable. A lot of a lot of questionable Packers out there uh, in Wisconsin. Cleared to play. Linebacker Kingsley Enigbare. Uh, offensive lineman Elton Jenkins. Cornerback Keyshawn Nix. Keyshawn Kassan Nix. I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't cover the Packers. Kassan Nix. Yep. Safety Jonathan Owens. Defensive tackle TJ Slayton. And uh, the gentleman who could very well be the nightmare of this matchup. I will tell you why later. Wide receiver Jaden Reed. Yeah, uh, I'll see your second round pick of Aaron Jones and raise you a number one overall pick of Justin Jefferson, followed up by a second round pick of Garrett Wilson, uh, thinking that I was going to have Aaron Rodgers throwing him the ball all year. I did not make the playoffs. Um, look, uh, the return of Aaron Jones, uh, the potential return of Aaron Jones in this one is big. Uh, A.J. Dillon has, has been really solid in Jones' absence, but Aaron Jones unlocks things in this offense that A.J. Dillon just can't. So that adds another wrinkle to the Packers' offense. It adds more problems for a beat-up, battered, bruised, broken Buccaneers defense. Um so that's the that's the one I I know you've you've pointed out Jaden Reed to me the biggest one is going to be Aaron Jones uh that's that could potentially be an issue if he and Dylan are the one two punch that we've come to know and despise over the course of the last couple of years. Uh yeah, the bad news for anybody not wanting Aaron Jones to be an impact player is that I am on a fantasy buy this week because every week that I have needed Aaron Jones to be significant, he has not been. So the fact that I don't need him to be significant means that he quite possibly could be. Um, I'm not bitter at all. 
Uh, getting some love in the chat, James, about my uh, my Baker Mayfield breakdown episode, and I appreciate that. Uh, because it was fantastic, and for those who, that didn't listen to it, need to go back and do so. Well, I appreciate that, but I also appreciate <laughs> those who uh, comment on it and actually watched it. It's uh, it's it's big of you to actually watch something before you comment on it. Um, we are going to make more comments coming up here on this episode of Lockdown Bucks. Coming coming up next, coming up next, we are going to give you our keys to a Tampa Bay Buccaneers victory coming up this weekend part of the locked on bucks podcast part of the locked on podcast network your team every day today's episode is brought to you by linkedin jobs when you're hiring for your small business you want to have as many top tier candidates as possible for you to interview and that's why you need to check out linkedin jobs linkedin jobs has the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free LinkedIn isn't just another job board. No, LinkedIn has a vast network of more than one billion professionals, which makes it the best place for you to hire. Hiring is easy when you have that many quality candidates. So easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. LinkedIn knows that you as a small business are wearing so many hats and you may not have the time or the resources to help you hire properly. Thankfully, with LinkedIn, the process is intuitive, quick, and easy. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Tuning on today's episode of Locked on Bucks. Thank you for making Locked on Bucks first listener, first view today and every day. Every day, thank you for coming through on a consistent basis like you do. Locked on is on the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked on Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked on, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked on Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel channel again thank you to those of you joining in the live chat and thanks for those of you again complimenting my baker mayfield breakdown that actually watched it and understood that there was no opinion uh based on that episode and so i did not give any positives or negatives about baker other than just evaluating film um appreciate you james we've got keys to this victory coming up this weekend let's fire off your key to victory for this weekend Yeah, my microphone is muted, so you, nobody can hear what I'm saying. My key to the game is super simple. Uh, I mean, in terms of what it needs to be, it's not super simple and how to accomplish it. Uh, the Buccaneers have to find a way to generate pressure without blitzing. You go back to that Monday night game that the Packers just had against the New York Giants and you, you know, losing to University of Illinois legend Tommy DeVito. Um, one of the things that made the Giants so successful on Monday was their ability to get off the line of scrimmage so quickly and immediately begin to collapse the pocket. Jordan Love did not have a lot of time to throw the ball, and it did cause a lot of errant passes and incompletions, and the Giants did it with their front four. They did send blitzes. You know, every team is going to blitz at some point, but most of the pressure and, and most of the hurries that the Giants defense caused were done with their defensive linemen, their down linemen. So the Packers ended up finishing five of 14 on third downs. And then Love drove them down the field late in the game to take the lead because New York was dropping eight into coverage and only rushing three, giving Jordan Love 
tons of time to pick apart their defense. So the Buccaneers have not been successful this season, generating pressure from just their defensive line. And it's going to be even harder now without Vita Vea, because I, I firmly believe he is not going to play, even though he's a game time decision. I don't think we see Vita Vea on the field other than in street clothes on the sidelines cheering on his teammates. The Buccaneers have to find a way to get to Jordan Love very, very quickly. If he has more than two and a half seconds back there, he's going to move the ball up and down the field against this Buccaneers defense. Over the course of the season, Jordan Love sacked 26 times. That's just over two per game. He's been hurried 40 times, and he's been pressured on 20.4% of his dropbacks and has been blitzed 165 times. So Jordan Love can get got, but the Buccaneers have to find a way to get to him with their guys up front and at most sending just one extra guy, whether that guy is Levante or Servassier or Devin or Antoine. You cannot bring the house against Jordan Love or you're going to lose. If they can do what New York did and collapse that pocket, get past those offensive linemen quickly, then you're going to see the Jordan Love that was rattled, errant, and turned the ball over on Monday night. Yeah, look, I mean, Jordan Love, I mean, remember coming out of college, like a lot of people were really high on Jordan Love. Uh I know I I remember I liked him coming out of, of college. I, I did look at him as a developmental guy would need a year or two to, to really kind of grow within the NFL. I can't remember, honestly, James, if you liked him or didn't like him. But regardless, like it's just amazing how how much people fall out of love with a guy that they don't see practice. They don't see play coming into the season. And so many people had had all all kinds of just. Uh, uh, misery predictions for Jordan Love, and and you know, look, he's he's looked like a young quarterback who's in his first year starting. Now that means yeah. that he's vulnerable, and even though he's been playing better, it means, like you said, he can get got. Like there's there's nothing that stops uh, an NFL defense from rattling a guy like this and making him make mistakes. And when he makes those mistakes, the Buccaneers have to capitalize. And that is my key to the game: don't drop interceptions. And I know that's something that like every defensive back wants to do. Every defense coordinator is going to say that. They drill it. They practice it. They get on the jugs machine after practice and work on their hands. But the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Green Bay Packers both are one of just each are one of just four NFL teams this season that have more dropped interceptions than they actually have interceptions. That means it's pretty rare for a team to get more or have as many interception opportunities as they've had and drop a ton of them. Uh, the Titans and the Washington Commanders are the other two. So I am uh, painfully familiar with defenses dropping interceptions. <laughs> Um, Baker Mayfield has 17 turnover worthy plays this season. That's ninth most in the national football league. Jordan love has 13. That's 17th most in the national football league. Obviously 17th is much more towards the middle of the pack than ninth is. You don't want to be top 10 or, or bottom 10, however you want to look at it in any of these types of categories. But when you have two defenses that don't really like to take advantage of those turn turnover worthy plays, sometimes I do believe that quarterbacks can get a little bit more risky when those kinds of things happen. So if you have Jordan Love out here kind of willing to take some risk because those guys, those those defenders on the other side of the ball don't have the greatest hands in the world, and you get top bowls dialing up some pressure with that that take risk mentality already installed, that can lead to some opportunities. Um, look, Jordan Love has only thrown one interception in the last four games. So if the opportunity arises, you have to take advantage of it. You have to secure any interception opportunity you have against the Green Bay Packers because honestly, they're not going to come as often as Baker Mayfield is going to give them to the opposition. But this game, I do believe, could actually hinge on an interception by either side being secured 
or an interception being dropped, and then that that offense benefiting from that, getting able to put up points uh, that help them uh, win the game. So I really feel like this is going to be a big part of this game this weekend. So that's my key. Don't drop interceptions. Yeah, uh, shout out Demon Hunter. He is saying what you've been saying for like the last month and a half, that Zion is going to get his first touchdown as an NFL corner. Uh, and then we also have uh, Realtor David in the chat saying, I think this game can only be won if Canales stops with his horrible play calling. He's too predictable. Too many first down runs down the middle. Too many drives wasting first and second downs. Uh, Realtor David is not going to like what I have to say coming up. But um, as far as your key to the game, uh, yeah. If, if you have an opportunity as a defense to steal a possession away from the offense, you can't literally or figuratively drop the ball because points are at a premium, especially for two teams that average almost identical points and give up almost identical points, you cannot waste those opportunities to steal possessions away. Like, we've seen the Bucks do it time and time again. Uh, I know my stepson, who is a diehard Packers fan, has screamed at his television time and time again because the Packers are doing the same thing. This game is going to come down to whoever has the ball last. Whoever makes the fewest mistakes and whoever has the ball last. So, yeah, you don't want to be the team that turns the ball over, but it's also a big mistake if you have the opportunity to take the ball away and you let it slip through your fingers. Again, literally and figuratively. So the Buccaneers absolutely have to take advantage. And, and you said it. Jordan Love has protected the football really, really well over the last month. It got them wins against Kansas City and Detroit. Those were huge wins. But he gave away a free possession to the New York Giants on top of the Packers fumbling twice. So the Packers were a negative one turnover differential against the Giants. And what happened? It came down to the last play of the game where the New York Giants emerged victoriously. So you have to have those chances if you're going to win. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, that's it, it goes without saying, but when you look at the numbers, that's why we're saying it because it hasn't been happening really on either side of the ball in this contest. But um, obviously, you know, uh, for the sake of our audience and our programming, we want the Buccaneers to be the ones to fix that problem in the upcoming game. Uh, David Stacks in the live chat says, if the Bucs start fast, they have a good chance. And I think that's a really good point to make. Again, it's kind of one of those points is like, of course, you want to start fast. But again, young quarterback, quarterback who may be looking to be more aggressive anyway because of the defense that he's been scouting and also a defense coordinator that likes to bring pressure. Uh, bringing pressure when you're playing from ahead, always more fun than when you're playing from behind or even in a close game. So absolutely starting fast, add that pressure to Jordan Love, add Todd Bowles' pressure to Jordan Love, add Yaya and Kalaja getting after it, maybe Devin White getting after it, and you know all that pressure can compound and allow Antoine Winfield Jr., Zion McCollum, Jamel Dean, I don't know, Christian Izian to come up with a key interception for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And uh, some of those names are going to come up again in our final segment because uh, at least two of those are going to come up in my portion of our segment three conversation coming up next on this episode of Locked On Bucks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 
This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. In my family, Christmas Eve is our big night, and sometimes those traditions can conflict with the NFL schedule. That puts me in a position to put one above the other. No matter which way I go, no matter which way you decide to go, when holidays conflict with your life, there could be a feeling of stress related to letting someone down or feeling like you're maybe not fulfilling all of your responsibilities. Whether or not your family gives gifts during the holidays or has your own unique traditions, you get to define how you give yourself and also how you give back to yourself. So whether it's by starting therapy, going easier on yourself during the tough moments, or treating yourself to a day of complete rest, remember to give yourself a little bit of love this holiday season. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Find your bright spot this season with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash on today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash on. Wrapping things up here on a live Friday edition of the Locked On Bucks podcast. And the Buccaneers take on the Packers Sunday at 1 o'clock at Legendary Lambeau Field in Green Bay. Catch every snap of the Buccaneers hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SiriusXM app. Just search Buccaneers. And while you're there, you might just hear a familiar face during the game. My dad actually uh, shot me a text this past weekend and said, hey, I heard you on Sirius during the Bucks game, and I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, Demon Hunter, yes, you're right. I owe you an apology. I know you said interception, so if I said touchdown, it's because my brain and my mouth weren't functioning uh, in unison. So my bad. Uh, yes, Demon Hunter had said Zion was going to get his first NFL interception, not a touchdown. But it's time for Same. predictions. Um. So this is Realtor David. I hope you're still tuned in, but you're not going to like what I have to say here. Uh, my bold prediction is Rashad White is going to have 170 plus total yards and dose, dose touchdowns for Rashad White. Look, the Green Bay Packers are the second worst rushing defense in the league, allowing over 140 rush yards per game. They allowed over 200 yards twice in the last five games. That was against the Pittsburgh Steelers and this past Monday against the New York Giants. And they have allowed at least 140 rushing yards in each of the last five games. You have to go all the way back to their game before Pittsburgh when they took on the uh, whew, the Los Angeles Chargers uh, to the last time that they allowed less than 100 yards uh, rushing to a team. And let's face it, the Chargers are uh, a hot mess dumpster fire that finally woke up and started cleaning house. But over the course of the last three weeks, uh, the Bucks have gone for their most team rushing yards in each of those games. So 125 versus Indy was a season high. Then the next week they go for 128 against the Carolina Panthers, which was a new season high. And then last week against a very good Atlanta Falcons rush defense, they go for 148, yet another new season high. And that was because Rashad White has gone for over 100 yards in two of the last three games. The offense has to go through Rashad White. Allow him to chew up the clock, allow him to move the sticks, and keep this beaten and battered defense on the sideline for extended periods of time. If the Buccaneers do what they've done all year long with the ebbs and flows of we're going to score, and then we're going to have three straight three and outs, and then we're going to score, and then we're going to have two more three and outs, 
Three and outs are going to cost this team the football game. They have to have multiple plays, sustained drives, or they are toast and their playoff hopes are toast along with them. Yeah, three and outs are brutal, man. Three and outs are just, they're just disgusting. Um, I love all the Arizona State love. What a, what a good time it has been this last couple of weeks to be an Arizona State guy. Uh, Rashad White is doing his thing. Arizona State legend quarterback Jaden Daniels is winning the Heisman Trophy. And uh, I got to talk with Curtis Hodges. Curtis Hodges is a practice squad tight end, but he's from Arizona State. He plays for the Washington Commanders. I know you don't care, but he's an ASU guy. So him and I got to chop it up in the, in the locker room this week. And I got to catch up with him and his conversations with Rashad, his conversations with Jaden. Uh, I got some footage of Rashad talking about Jaden on the Jim Rome show. Got to write a couple of articles, but it's just just so much, so much Sun Devil fun that I can bypass the Ohio State hatred that just dropped in the live chat earlier today. My bold prediction for this episode is Antoine Winfield Jr. getting an interception. And hold up before you tell me that's not bold enough. Antoine Winfield Jr., yes, he's had two interceptions just this season. Yes, he's been balling out. He's had five interception opportunities, ladies and gentlemen, which means he's dropped three interceptions. So as much as I love me some Antoine Winfield Jr., he has dropped more interceptions than he has secured on a team that has dropped more interceptions than he has secured, than it has secured. So yes, Antoine Winfield Jr. getting an interception because of that ratio is a bold prediction. But if that's not spicy enough for you, you already called it out in the live chat, but I've got it here in the script. Zion McCollum, first career interception. By the way, he's got two dropped interceptions. So Zion is no victim here. All right, he's done it to himself. <laughs> so let's bonus that up. We're going to bonus that onto the bold prediction. Zion's getting one. Antoine's getting one. Uh, by the way, Levante David, you've also got two dropped interceptions. Let's let's fix that as well, possibly. That's not my bold prediction. I'm only going Zion and Antoine. I'm not adding Levante David uh, to that mix. But yeah, lots of interception love there. Lots of Arizona State love there. We're going to go undrafted love here. Christian Izian is my predicted player of the game. And this is a case every day, as you know, I like to get kind of weird with my players of the game. I am predicting that Christian Izian may or may not have a good game, but whether he does or not is going to depend or is going to determine who wins this game. Christian Izian is the primary Buccaneer slot defender. 289 coverage snaps in the slot this season is the seventh most in the NFL as an undrafted free agent. I mean, it's just amazing. But he has been targeted 41 times in the slot. He's given up 32 catches, 350 yards, three touchdowns. He does have two interceptions there, but he is allowing a 106.3 quarterback rating in the slot. Packers rookie receiver Jaden Reed, he's got 52 targets out of the slot this season. That's eighth most in the NFL. 32 of those have been caught, 416 yards, four touchdowns. And when Jordan Love targets Jaden Reed out of the slot, he is getting a 104.3 QBR. So the Packers are taking advantage of the slot. Unfortunately, Christian Izian is getting victimized in the slot here this season. Reed is the team's second leading receiver. So this is not a niche stat. He is also being targeted the second most on this team behind Romeo Dobbs, in large part because Christian Watson has been banged up all year long. Uh, but all of one, all but one rather, of Jane Reed's touchdowns this season have come through the slot. The good news is, Green Bay's only won one game when Jaden Reed has caught a touchdown pass, so it may not actually be that terrible. But the bottom line is, if Christian Izian cannot keep Jaden Reed and Jordan Love from taking over this game out of the slot, it's going to be a really long day for the Buccaneers. Yeah, uh, certainly will. But you know, love what Christian Izian has done this year as a, as an undrafted free agent. Um, my predicted player of the game, you'd think it'd be Rashad White because of my bold prediction, but it's Kalijah Cansey because. With no Vita Vea, 
Somebody on that defensive line has to step up and do exactly what I talked about in my key to the game and be that leader, be that guy that's going to be disruptive, that's going to get off the snap quickly. We know how quick Kalijah Kansi can be. He's got to be that dude, and he has got to generate pressure naturally without the Bucs sending a lot of blitzes. He has to lead the way, and if the Bucs are going to win, it's going to be because Kalijah Kansi has a huge, huge day. Score predictions, uh, Demon Hunter, you asked in the chat. Uh, I I reached out to Evan, as I will continue to do every Friday for the rest of the year. He's sticking with his prediction of the Packers winning 24-20. to 20. Uh, For those that watched the crossover, you know my score prediction. For those that didn't, I recommend you go back and do so. Hear what Peter Bukowski had to say about the Green Bay Packers, but I picked the Bucs to win 23-21 to for the second consecutive week, uh, thanks to the leg of one Mr. Chase McLaughlin. David, how do you see this one shaking out? Uh, I also see the Buccaneers winning this game. Um, I've got a little bit of a higher score. We've got 27-24. to Realtor David wants a recap. Is Vita Vea playing? Is Aaron Jones playing? Uh, well, Vita Vea is doubtful. Uh, I sincerely doubt he's going to play. Aaron Jones is questionable, but looks to be on track to play. So, all right. Well, that is going to do it for this episode. Uh, also, at the top of the show, David had mentioned that Todd Bowles announced that I was a game-time decision. That is indeed correct. For our uh, post-game reaction live episode, my son has a game at 2 o'clock. So, after that game, I'll have to get home. I will have to watch the game on tape delay, and then we'll be able to go live. So looking to go around sometime between 8 and 9, but make sure you're subscribed to the YouTube. You have the notifications turned on so that you know when I do go live. And, of course, if you are a Locked on Bucks insider at jointsubtext.com slash Locked on Bucks, you will get a heads up early as to when the show will go live. But minimal... uh on the the locked on bucks insiders reach out just because i can't watch the live as it's going on but still going to go live on youtube after the game check out everything that david is doing on bucksgameday.com check out my work over at bucksnation.com and of course follow everything on twitter at locked on bucks at jarco underscore bucks and at d harrison 82. hope you all have an absolutely outstanding weekend stay safe stay healthy fire the cannons thank you so much for joining us right here on locked on bucks part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.